0: Hey, everyone, it's the Bling Vera podcast for Saturday, April 22nd, 2023. I'm your host, Bling Vieira. Let's start talking about the Phoenix Chronicles and my migration from ASU, where two, two police officers gave me a warning. to trespass me off of ASU property. And also, one thing I wanted to clarify was I never got those boots from the train security guard. After I asked four people and two of them ignored me and the other two were just like, what, dude? He's like, well, I got a size 11 pair of boots in the back of I fell asleep in the ASU library way too long. I told him I'd meet him in Phoenix, which I had every intention of doing. But then, of course, I fell asleep for too long. And I was like, well, can you drop him off back in Tempe? Can you drop him off back at the ASU library? He said he would. I waited at the hotel. That's when I got 20 bucks, Chipotle, etc. cetera. Christian Church, Thomas gave me issues off of his feet. I said I would come back, and I really haven't had the chance to. So so here we are, right? I'm leaving ASU, and I'm going towards Phoenix. I get on the train. I buy a day pass. It's $4 for the day pass. I bought the, the day pass and start headed towards heading towards Phoenix. And I got past a few stops, and then there was the phoenix zoo stop phoenix zoo botanical gardens i was like let's just get off here and and see what happens and i I should actually just backtrack a little bit too but inside of that duffel bag that i found on the side of the mountain there were edibles there were hand sanitizer, like sanitizer wipes sandy wipes and there was some canned wine like inside of cans like 12 ounce cans full of wine and some of them really good and so I took that with me. When the cops were like, "Well, take what you need." There's a sleeping bag, the um, duffel bag, which had some cash in it, and like, yeah. So I took I took the wine. I took I already had ate, eaten all the edibles, and I took the sleeping bag. And the cops were like, "Well, you can take anything else." I was like, "No, if you guys are gonna watch me go through everything, no, I'm like, no." So I left, and that's yeah. Got on the train. Uh, I got off at the phoenix zoo botanical garden stop took the bus to the botanical gardens and the the parking lot was completely empty at that time and i i just the way that it works out there is there's the phoenix zoo there's the botanical gardens and then there's desert there's Papago park it's called Papago park or hole in the rock but it's desert it's straight up desert there's no like development. There's no there's 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 a I think an a interstate highway that probably rolls through there, but it's it's desert, at least for like a few square miles or kilometers. I got off there, got a little bit of water, drank some wine, and fell asleep underneath a tree in a wash, like a nice sandy, nice fresh wash. Sure, there's rattlesnakes. Sure, there's scorpions. Sure, there's other. Yeah, but I fell asleep underneath a wash, and the and the parking lot was mostly empty. When I had, when I got there, I fell asleep for a couple hours, woke up, and then the parking lot was totally full. Like it was totally full of cars. And I was putting some stuff in my bag and and getting ready to to leave. And that's when uh, a car pulled in to like one of the last parking spots, because I was in the desert. I was like the, the far end of the parking lot. And then they saw me getting my stuff in my bag. And then they pull out and like parked somewhere even farther away. Oh, there's a bum over here sleeping. I was, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to steal anyone's stuff. I'm not trying to break into anyone's car. But, like, they just pulled in. They saw me. They pulled out and went somewhere else. I went back to the bus stop because I had the, the day pass. On my way there, I asked someone if they could uh, spare, me, you know, spare me. Spare me, me changed a few dollars. And they did. They gave me three bucks. And something I wanted to mention about that is, like, a lot of people will have this, like, um perspective of of don't feed the animals like don't give homeless people money because you don't know what they're going to spend it on you don't know what they're going to do with it and is that really any of anyone's business of what what they spend it on because they could spend it on a bean burrito they could spend it on food they could spend it on anything really but like it's not i think there's like a fundamental like misunderstanding with Christian and cultural values. And of course, this is just my opinion when when it comes down to it. Like I can't tell you which like how to be a true Christian. But I always understood that charity is the pure love of Christ. So you can be charitable and God will recognize your charity, but it's not like it, it comes back on you to where your wherever your charity went, like what's you going to spend it on? Like that's not your that's the decision is up to the homeless person on what they're going to spend it on. You, you did your part by being charitable and giving what you could, giving extra. It's up to like the homeless, it's up to the bum to decide, well, should I spend this on food or should I continue to make think more turmoil or, or more vice or more wine? And I think there's kind of a mis, a fundamental misunderstanding as far as like Christianity goes, a, a cultural misunderstanding. Because instead of giving it to like a, an organization or... Some sort of charity group to where you don't know your money's what what are they gonna spend it on either? But for some reason that's more um admirable or, or more like holy if you give it to an organization or group instead of just an individual. Where I would argue it's more um it goes it goes further if you give it to the individual who needs it at the time. So anyway, in that yeah, off my high horse here. Some and yeah the blackbirds in the background who i'm trying my best to ignore uh, i had I had some money in my pocket i get back on the bus go to the train station get to the train station and start heading towards phoenix man i mean is it just me or the birds getting louder i don't i don't yeah maybe i should should i go take care of him right, hang on all right yeah more distractions that's just what i need so I get on the bus, I get $3, I get on the bus, and I get to the train station, and I start heading towards Phoenix, I get to Phoenix, I meet this guy on the bus who's like, yeah, he tells me everywhere there's a Circle K, he talks about like how he used to look like me until he got G-Mouth, which for the squares out there, I guess G-Mouth, well, I'm a, I guess I'm a square too because I had to put it together, but G is the th- a type of drug. And not, uh, well, anyway, birds are to me, yeah. So it's it's actually interesting because, well, G, G is crystal meth. For, and I don't know what G stands for, but it's crystal meth. And if you smoke enough of it, your teeth rot and go away, right? And so my teeth are still intact and fine. And, well, I hope I don't have any cavities. It's I don't really get compliments on my teeth often. But in Phoenix, every time I'd start to talk to someone, they'd say, whoa, you got nice teeth. I'm like, oh, you've got some teeth. It's like, yeah, well, thank you. Like, you got pretty teeth. Hey, boy, you got some pretty teeth. Like, thanks. Thank you. Thanks for that. Yeah, Nail, thanks, thanks for noticing. And it's like, I didn't I wasn't brushing my teeth three times a day. I was lucky if I was brushing them once a day out there. And Boy, you got some pretty teeth. Oh boy, you, oh boy, oh boy, oh, you've got, you got some pretty teeth on your boy. Thank you. Thanks, man. Can you tell me where the circle K is? Boy, oh boy. Nice piece of ass, though, too. So I make it to Phoenix. I get to the Circle K. I got some money in my pocket. I buy a drink. As I'm leaving the Circle K, I, I told you like, there's different types of people that you can approach when pain handling. And for me, it's women. I, I have to approach women. They're way more receptive than the guys are. With women, it's more of like, I'm trying to make it back to Salt Lake and I'm down on my luck. Could you help me? With guys, it's like, hey, I'm trying to get a haircut so I can get a job and contribute back to society. But it never works with the guys. They're just like, get a job then. I'm trying to get some money for a haircut. Get a job, you bum. I mean, I'm mean, i trying to get some extra money for some shoes and some clothes so I can get a job interview. Get a job then. I'm trying to get some extra money for a haircut. You're not going to spend it on a haircut. Get a job. With women, it's like, oh, uh, excuse me, ma'am. Would you, would you be able to spare? Here's, here's $3. Here's $5. Good luck. I hope you make it. Like, it's so different, man. So I, I yeah yeah. So I got another five bucks after I bought some drinks and I made it back around to this plaza. So I got off the train, got some drinks, came back to the train and someone kind of off in the distance, a woman who's like twice my age, she could have been my grandma. She was like full-blooded native American. I didn't ask which tribe she was from, but she says one big circle, one giant circle. I was like, I looked back at her and I was like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm back over here. And I said, do you mind if I sit by you and just, like, hang out for a minute and chat with you? for? It? She's like, just get on over here. And and no, it wasn't even like, maybe I can you know, get her number or something. It wasn't even like that. It was just someone who noticed me, and I'm in Phoenix, like, totally lost and confused and scared. And, like, someone just one big circle. So I go back to this plaza. It's like a park, an open park, and I start talking to her. Freaking bird. Let's just freaking destroy that bird. I get to the sit next to her and I start have drinking my drink. And she starts telling me all this stuff. And she's just like, You see that guy behind me? He's been there for a minute. And he's not even doing anything. And I was like, Yeah, I do see him. And no, he's not doing anything. He's is he waiting for a ride or like what? She's like, people will follow you. These group homes will get your information or they'll find out who you are, where you are, and they'll follow you. I was like, okay, like keep talking, because that's exactly what I've experienced in Utah and in Arizona. And it's like she was just breaking it down. She's like, Well, you get you, you sign something at the hospital, you sign something at a park, or you sign your name at something in the past, and then they have um, they can do whatever they want and they can follow you and do whatever they want. Oh, So I'm not going to tell you her name, but she was wearing a mask and she was Native American and she was clean, like um, clean clothes and like clean hair. She lived, She said she had a place to stay and live and everything. But she she got to talking about the dispensaries and she was looking for some weed, but she didn't have any identification. And so I did. I had my passport with me. And so I was like, well, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I can go to the, the dispensary and we can I'll get some weed and we can share it or whatever. And so we get on the train together and we go to the dispensary together. And the dispensary, of course, doesn't have any public bathrooms or even for paying customers. And I spent too much on a uh, pre-roll one gram. It must've been like 10 bucks or I just spent way too much. And like some people listening right now, $10 for a gram, but it's, it's like Arizona weed. It's not, it's like dry and it's crappy. It's not good. Especially like Phoenix dry weed. And sure it comes from a dispensary, but still it's like not, um, very good. It doesn't taste good. It's harsh. It makes you cough. It's not good. Um, not worth 10 bucks. That's for sure. And, but I still put the money in and the people there were rude because they knew I was homeless. They could tell maybe like she was my grandma or whatever, but there was no relation. At least not, you know, do we all come from Adam and Eve? Is it, um, oh, anyway, Ethiopia, I think is where, isn't it? Where, um, they found the first human being, or the first time, anyway. So we leave the dispensary and she had to go to the bathroom, like really, really bad. And so we go to Panera Bread, which I like downtown Phoenix, um, Panera Bread. And of course, they don't have a public bathroom either. Not not for just people off the street. So you've got to pay to use it or buy something to use it. And so I use that three bucks to buy a, a chocolate chip cookie. And it was about $3. And that, that was it. That was all of my money. Like I bought a pre-roll Spent too much on it i bought a chocolate chip cookie and then that was it like i was out of money like all the all the donations everything so and she was like could have been my grandma that's how that's how old she was and and um that's what i used the money on the money the panhandling money that i had been given that's what i used it on and so and so this kind of comes back to what the title of this podcast of this episode is called like, what are they going to spend it on? And it's like, I spent money on something not for myself. Um, I, I spent money on a chocolate chip cookie, not because I wanted to eat a chocolate, but it's because I was with somebody who needed to use the bathroom very bad, a, uh, um, an elder who needed to use the bathroom. And it's like, no one's letting her use the bathroom. So it's like, Yo, okay, well, let me spend the last of my money so she can. It's, it's strange to me that, like, well, what's he gonna? What's he gonna spend it on? It's like, well, it's a good thing I had that money, so she didn't have to go in an alley or something. Like, let's, she could have been my grandma, so let's like give everyone a little bit of dignity and respect. But even when she went, she said she asked the cashier, "Can I use the bathroom?" It kept paying customers only, and it wasn't like, sure, okay, yeah, she's older, and it, she wasn't dirty. She was, she she had clean clothes, clean hair. She was wearing a mask, and still. It's like, well, OK, let me buy three dollars on a chocolate chip cookie that I don't want. But I, like she has to use the bathroom. So. And that's what frustrates me, I think, a lot about when people are like, well, what are they going to spend it on or what are they going to? It's like it's none of your business. And it's a good thing I had that extra three bucks. Otherwise, she would have just had to hold it or, or go in an alley or, or something somewhere. And then the cops come and it's like, well, we saw you peeing behind. Like, it's so backwards and stupid. It gets me frustrated. It gets me worked up. Because what are they going to spend it on? What are they going to do with it? It's like maybe good things. Like maybe something positive. Maybe your your positive donation will like go a lot further than you think. But it's like, well, he's just going to buy drugs or alcohol with it. So no, let's give it to the Red Cross. Or let's give it to someone else. And then like the corruption there. It, it ticks me off, man. It does. Because I used that three bucks that I got from the Phoenix Botanical Gardens, I used that three dollars to buy a chocolate chip cookie that I didn't want, but I still ate it anyway. Oh, trust me, I offered to it, I offered it, to, I offered it to her first. I said, "Did you want it?" And she's like, "No," and she goes straight to the bathroom. She went straight. She got the code. She went straight to the bathroom after I asked her if she wanted it. She comes back out of the bathroom, and I had my face full of cookie, full of chocolate chip cookie, and she goes. How is it? I'm like, it's really good. And She started, we both just started cracking up. There's like, probably cookie crumbs, like uh very, very bad etiquette on my part to talk with my mouth full. And then also to start laughing with like cookie in my mouth. But like, we both laughed. It's just like, she had to use the bathroom. What else am I going to buy? I have no money. I got that three bucks from some, somebody else. And so we go to, yeah, now nah, no, I'm all hot and bothered. <laughs> no, i'm all <laughs> i'm all hot and bothered no but it ticked me off um it ticks me off when people do that like oh, i can't nah, what's he gonna spend it on a haircut He's gonna try and make it gonna improve his life he's gonna try and help some elderly woman an elderly native american like kind of really like the last of her people essentially like let's not Let's not joke around here. There was a genocide of Native Americans in North America, and anyone who wants to argue about that is wrong. Like there was a straight up genocide of, of Native Americans in North America, and nobody cares. And it's like give us the spit of land, and let's let that'll be their territory, and they can have yeah. It, it's that it, uh, that they, they, yeah, They're, that can be their reservation. And we'll just take over the rest of their of their country of of their land. Like no wonder why police are just. I don't know. It it really it really makes me upset. Like as someone who has Native American, who's like half Native American, it, it really upsets me. And when I have, I'm like an elderly Native American who's like full blooded Native American who I'm trying to help and just like connecting with, just for her wisdom. And then like you get, I get judged for it, or I, like it just it really just it gets it really. Like, I'm passionate about it. It, it. it It's really upsetting to me. And you have every white person that's a Christian and or not or atheist or whatever. But, like, nobody gives and no one's charitable. And the, the economy doesn't help. And neither does inflation. Like, it doesn't help the situation at all. But still, if you have extra money, like, give it to somebody. If, even if you have to turn around. Like, no, I don't have anything in my pocket. And you keep walking. And you do have something in your pocket. And you think about it twice. Turn around and give it back to them. Like, never mind, you know, on second thought, like, they're like, oh, well, you lied to me first then, huh? No one's going to say that. Like, they're going to say thank you. You know, thank you for the second thought. Thank you for considering me. Anyway, it it really upsets, like, it gets on my nerves. So, uh, I spend the $3, shove the chocolate chip cookie in my mouth, eat it, and I offered it to her first, just for the record. And she didn't want it. She needed to go to the bathroom is what she needed. And she did. And then we got to the train stop. And then she's like, well, I said, have you ever had COVID? And she goes, no, I haven't. She was wearing a face mask. And so I was like, well, here, you can you can smoke it first. And then you can give it to me. And then, yeah, go our separate ways. And so I gave her the, the pre-roll. And she smoked like a very, very small amount, like a, a minuscule. Like it was, she took just a few puffs of it. And she goes, Okay, like here you go, you can have it back. And I was like, Are you sure? She's like, Yeah, here you go, you can have it back. I was like, Well, cool, very nice to meet you. And um, are you sure you don't want any more? And she's like, Nope. Train comes, takes her away. I went underneath the billboard and, and smoked another half of it. And I guess I should probably end it there because I'm I'm a little bit heated up and a little bit distracted here. I mean, someone just came by the junkyard right now offering money for like Parts and cars and like other things in, in the in the back and I'm just like yeah well I'm not the junkyard owner and they're gone right now so you take your number and like yeah running things over here but it, it's cool though because it's still it, it builds trust and in, in stuff with the junkyard owner but um yeah stay tuned for the bonus content at the end where I go just really start rattling off on um how much I hate blackbirds and, and I do hate blackbirds uh, yeah. And that night I, I went deeper into Phoenix and I'll have to talk about that in the next episode. But that was when I really started going to deep into Phoenix and like all the way to like Dunlap and to the end of the line on the train and end of the line on buses. And that's where you st- start to really, um, I think one thing that I'm most proud of after being sleeping bag, homeless in Salt Lake, and then after being like, like homeless, homeless without a sleeping bag in Phoenix, um, one of the things I'm most proud of, like one of the skills that I've picked up during that process that I'm most proud of is the fact that I can sleep anywhere. As long as there's no scorpions. Uh, yeah. I can sleep there. If, if you give me like a ski coat, if it's, if it's, if it's in the middle of the summer, I can sleep there. I don't need a ski coat. I don't need anything. I can just sleep there. If it's in the winter time, give me a ski coat in Arizona and I can sleep there. Um, I, I can just in the middle of a dirt field, I can just plop down and go to sleep. No lie, It's one of the, 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 the coolest skills that you can have, I think, in my opinion. And it's a skill that I never would have ever wanted to acquire. Um, but I've acquired it. And as long as there's no scorpions now, that, that scorpion, those scorpions, man, they, it's a nightmare. they, they. The stings and the venom of scorpions. The pain is one thing, but just the 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 um the catalog of bad memories that they they spark. Like the venom, I truly believe this. It's like a psychedelic, it's a bad trip. Like it just is like, okay, you got stung by a scorpion, you're in an immense amount of pain, you can't sleep because of the pain, or either it's just keeping you up. But on top of that, when you close your eyes, you get to think of every embarrassing moment and every just horrible thing that you've ever done or everything that you're just uh, nervous about or what if they say this or what if they say that about you like this, like, like, what if I get caught? Like, it doesn't matter what you've done in your life, whether it's just minor or even um, uh, neurotic. If it's not even anything bad, it's just in your head it will still haunt you if you get stung by scorpions and like if you get multiple stings and it's a really bad a bunch of stings like you're going to have a horrible horrible like 48 hours the pain alone is enough to have a horrible 48 hours but like a nightmarish hellish experience that will change your life that's what got me to start recording again <laughs> It's what's inspired me it was like i gotta do something i gotta do like I can't just end it here and so um with my life at, at least and so the, the scorpions thing um last week one week into it yeah uh it'll change your life one where are like a rite of passage at least for me it was and um anyway I can sleep anywhere as long as there's no scorpions and if there's scorpions then no I'll just stay up the rest of the night I'll, I'll <laughs> cuz if there's scorpions and I'll stay up the rest of the night like if they're scorpions, you're going to stay up the rest of the night anyway, so you might as well as avoid the nightmare and, and go with it. And I wish... Can someone mail me, like, an air gun? Does anyone have an air gun or, a, or an old snare drum, for crying out loud? So I get rid of these stupid blackbirds. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Tell all your friends. You guys are the coolest. Good luck to take care. Yeah, this is bonus content. You want to know why? Because of those freaking blackbirds. I hate blackbirds so much now, I can't stand them. They bug me so much. What happened to you? Then that's why. And I can't go over there because that's not... That's like out of the junkyard property. And I could throw some rocks. So this is what I... I I unpublished an episode. But you get this bonus content at least now. An explanation. But I, I used to throw rocks at them. And then so now it's like, well, if I throw... If I throw rocks, like, notice th- that bird didn't make a sound until I started recording. Like, until we started recording, like, you saw it, man. The red light turns on and it starts making noise. Because it was quiet, it was silent. The entire time I walked over there, it was peeking in the, in the trees. And I was like, okay, I'll shoot it right here. But I don't have a gun. But the whole reason why I don't throw rocks is because if anyone calls the police, it's like, well, then I'm screwed. Yeah, yeah. Bling, Viera, we've come out here before. Come, uh, well, they haven't come out here before, but it's like, yeah, we've got more problems, Bling, Viera. We're going to lock you up and throw away the... What are you doing, throwing rocks at blackbirds? The blackbirds are bothering you now? You crazy? It's like, no, man. They're not bothering me. They're They're aggravating me. <laughs> they're pissing me off, man. I can't help it, dude. Like... The wind used to bother me and all the noises used to bother me. But now those blackbirds, they just just get under my skin to the point where, like, oh, man, I'm losing it out here. I need an air gun. But well, I was thinking, well, maybe I could just get something. I was like, okay, well, what? Like, if I had a gun, like an actual gun, bam, all the birds are going to fly away, right? Just a big, loud noise. I was like, well, we'll just make some loud noises. So I was like, all I need is a snare drum. A snare drum and just start, bay- I hate blackbirds, dun, 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 I hate blackbirds, and just out there with a the freaking snare drum. And that way, it's like the cops will come out and like, well, he's not throwing rocks on the own junkyard. He's in the junkyard, so he's not hurting anyone, he's not doing, maybe disturbing the peace, maybe, but he's on his own property, so he's going to have to come out and give him a warning. Like, that I could do. But if I start throwing rocks in those trees over there, the oleanders. And there's two sets of oleanders. Like, they have they have a fallback spot. They do, man. Strategically, if you, if I attack them over there, then they're all going to just, like, regroup over there and be like, All right, he's on to us over here. They're social birds, dude. And they're, like, way, way more intelligent than anyone gives them credit for. And if you could train them, if I could train them to be the king of the blackbirds, maybe I'd, I'd be singing a different tune right now but I don't think you can train them. I think they're just obnoxious by, like, naughty by nature. I hate blackbirds. Dun, 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 dun. I, just give me a snare drum. Give me an old crappy snare drum. Don't even give me the stick. Just give me like a spoon or something. Oh, I could get pots and pots. Yeah. Some, eh. Get Bill Burr out here. Eh, I'll get some pots and pans. Start banging my... Start banging a spoon against some pots and pans like it's New Year's Eve. He scared the blackbirds away. Oh, yeah. I can still do Bill Burr. I can still do Robert Stack. Yeah. yeah. A junkyard east of Phoenix with an estimated worth of $2.4 million. A treasure. But the blackbirds guarded it. The blackbirds were guarding it behind a holy image. If it attacked one set, they'd fall back to the other and regroup. And then they'd attack him from there. Wing. Yeah. Yeah, now we got the yeah motocross. Here we go. Is it motocross? What's the other one? Motocross? Or... I can't. I don't like recording outside, but it's too hot in anywhere else. On top of that, junkyard owners like, what? I'm not. <laughs> We're recording up here. Would you just stop? What? We're recording. What? Huh? What? We're recording. So we'll go out back outside. Then got like motocross, supercross, supercross, motocross. And supercross. Is this supercross? What's the difference? Does anyone know motocross, supercross? Bonus content. Gosh, they they piss me off so much. No, yeah. Now it's like start up the motorcycles. Let's start doing. But, and they'll fly they'll fly as close as they can they'll fly as close as they can to me and they don't land they just fly I'm like yeah he's still there like how close can we actually get to him i've heard him cackling like uh, besides the obnoxious sounds that they already make that you guys have all heard in the background bleeding through besides those no- sounds those noises i've i've heard them in the tree right over here in the, the, which is in our property, which I can throw copious rocks at. That's why they don't land here; they just land right on the because they know they're like, well, it doesn't seem like he's coming over here, so we can all just land right here and he won't bother us. But if we get in that tree, he'll just freaking launch some rocks at us. And I get close too, man. If I get if I get another chance, dude, I get I get so close to nailing these things, but I don't. I just get like a couple shots each day, and I don't get. It's not very... No. Anyway, I think uh, one of my plastic bags actually flew over you know, across the property. I thought about going over there. Like, oh, sorry, my trash came flying over the fence. But I don't want to Get out of my office. Get out of my office. Well, They're just... They bug me, though. And like, not like before, Oh, sorry about that. I to say. Not like before. Is it better? Bunch of noise. Just sounds. A bunch of distracting sounds. Besides like the blackboard and you know, I'm bumping microphones, I'm bumping interfaces. Um, docking. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I still got it. No, man. Um, well. No, I'll probably talk about it at the end of that episode. With, like, the charity and stuff. Being Christian. I don't know. What do I want to talk about now? Freaking flies. Get the flies off me, too. Bunch of freaking flies. No, I've noticed a bunch of lizards around here. Even some bigger ones. Like, some bigger, like, I think they're called whiptails. Some bigger whiptail lizards that I've always wanted to catch. I've never actually caught a whiptail. They're so fast. And I never have. um, Growing up. There was this whiptail that was like it, it was it was by that old CD store, the warehouse. And this was on like what, like Brown and Mesa Drive in Mesa, Arizona. Like this is growing up, this is back in the nineties. There was this big whiptail lizard that was right by the warehouse, that the store. And um, never caught it. It was that fast. There was two of us too. Me and this kid, Jeremy. We every every morning was like, what are we doing today? It's like, same thing we do every day. It's try to catch that whiptail. We go over there to the, next to the warehouse. Okay, we knew where its hole was, so it's like you go here, I'll go here, I'll scare it towards you. You got to catch it. And it's every time it was it just eluded us every single time. Like you're ne- you're right next to the hole, was it? It's like I didn't see it. I didn't see it. It comes up behind. It goes in front. From the side, it'll like jump towards you. It's actually really sad. He got hit by a car, I guess. He did. He got hit by a car and, like, people said he died, but he didn't die. And I never talked to him after that. I was, like, eight years old. And I remember my mom was, like, substitute teaching at this school where he went. Because I went to, like, a private, like, charter school. And he went to public school. And... My mom was substitute teaching over there one day and I was like, Will you talk to this his old teacher and see if he's really alive or dead? And so she's like, Yeah, yeah. She came back that day and she's like, He got hit by a car. Um you know, he's not the same. <laughs> just like, gee. Like he couldn't walk he was in a wheelchair. I, I think someone said they saw him once outside of his house. I never went back over. I just he got hit by a car and I, I was too scared to go back over. His mom kinda scared me. His mom used to. I I once went over to his house one day, and his mom was like on the floor playing Nintendo. She was playing Jaws, and she's like, "Ah, oh, stupid!" the the two There was two brothers, Jeremy and his brother, and they said, Mom, what did what did we tell you about um, cussing while you're playing Nintendo?" Uh, anyway, anyway, his. Uh, First time I ever tried cheesecake was over at their house, and I, I loved it. I love cheesecake. I loved cheese. I ate all their cheesecake. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, that's, yeah. that's that. I guess, huh? <clears throat>